Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Welcome to another special edition of the Patriot Nation podcast. I'm Pat Lane here with you. I'm going to give you my take on my team uh, and why I think my team is better than Spags' team. And look, you know, with all due respect to Spags, look, he has Tom Brady, okay? So I get it. I understand why people on Twitter are voting for Tom Brady. I understand it. It's hard to, to choose against Tom Brady. I understand. But don't forget, Tom Brady has three Super Bowl losses, Okay. And so, and what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything, really. But what it does mean is that he is beatable. One of those losses did come with Randy Moss as his number one wide receiver. So I look at him and I just say, okay, I think he's beatable. Obviously, it's not easy to do, but he is beatable. And so the question then becomes, how do you beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl? So the two Super Bowls he lost to the Giants were both defensive games. The defense really shut down the offense. And, of course, the Philadelphia game was kind of a shootout. Um, you know, with Philadelphia really just ended up making one defensive play and the Patriots defense couldn't make any plays. His defense is good enough where that's not going to be the case here, right? I'm not going to be able to just run over his defense. So I understood that. So I said, okay, I'm going to have to build a defense that's good enough to stop Tom Brady. Uh, that's going to rival the 2007 Giants team. And look, I think I built a defense that's better than the 2007 Giants team. You know, when you have three corners like Gilmore, Talib and Revis. I, I mean, that's just, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. Those three corners uh, might be the best three corners, you know, three of the best corners, you know, in the last 20 years. He has Ty Law, and I get that. That's fine. The problem with him, well, I'll get to his defense in a minute, but here's the deal, right? Okay. You have to be able to rush for, and you have to be able to cover man coverage. Okay. I have Rodney Harrison, one of the best cover safeties, one of the best safeties of all time uh, in the backfield. Uh, in the defensive backfield, they got, as I said, Revis, Gilmore, and Tlaib. And then my front four is Richard Seymour, Willie McGinnis, Ty Warren, and Vince Wilfork. It doesn't get much better than that up front. And maybe you say, oh, you know, maybe you could have gone with Chandler Jones or Trey Flowers. And, and then, you know, look, that's a legitimate second guess. I get that. But I'm also not going to have to worry about the run. He's got James White as his running back. So he's not running on me. Certainly when not with that front forward, he's not running on me. Plus I have Rosie Colvin and I have Hightower. And Hightower has proven to be one of the best blitzing linebackers, you know, in the NFL that we've seen, at least from the Patriots. And so in my opinion now, I think I can match up with his offense, right? You put Tlaib with Harmon over the top on Randy Moss. And then you're telling me that you don't think Revis and Gilmore can stop Troy Brown and Danny Amendola. I love Troy Brown. I love Danny Amendola. I think they're two great receivers. You're telling me that Revis and Gilmore can't stop those two guys? Please. They absolutely can't. So there's those two guys shut down. Harrison on Ben Watson. That's a win. Another win by me with Harrison. And then you have Rosie Colvin and Hightower together to take out to take out James White. And again, it's going to be, you know, what it's going to re- basically come down to is that he's going to have to chip because my D-line is too good where he's going to have to stay in the backfield and chip 
and you know and, and get those things done. So I think I can go man and get some pressure with four guys, uh, give a little middle push, you know, with my with my uh, with my D tackles, get some end push with my D ends, and you know, really kind of get in Brady's face and disrupt his timing. I think that's how you beat that's how you beat Brady, and so I think that that's what I tried to do. Again, if you voted for Brady, I get it, but I think that you know I think that I've done enough to overcome that. Now, as far as my offense goes, and his defense is solid, right? He's got a he he too was a very good D line, and he has you know some solid linebackers. But his his issue is this: he went with three linebackers and only two corners. Okay, I have Wes Welker, I have Julian Edelman. And I have Dion Branch. So now you're telling me that one of those guys is being exclusively covered by a safety? There's no way. So he's gonna have to play defense again, play zone defense against me. He's got no choice. And so you know, so he now he has to go to a zone defense. The problem with the zone defense is that with the Patriot system, as we've seen, you can beat up on the zone defense. So I think that that you know that that gives me a little bit of an edge there. Also, I have Gronk. Like Gronk, yeah, okay, that guy, he's pretty good. So you know, when you start playing, you start looking at his own defense, and you say you're going to play zone against Edelman and Gronk and Welker and Branch, and then you have Corey Dillon in the backfield, and so that's another one where he has a guy like Chandler Jones. Sorry, Chandler Jones can't pin his ear back and run because I'm just going to run directly at Chandler Jones because Chandler Jones can't stop the run, and so that's an issue where it's like. You can't pin your ears back and come at me because I could just be a running team and run. And you talk about one of the best, you know, run-blocking left tackles in Trent Brown. So, uh, you know, I, I'm happy with the way my team came out. I think, again, the big challenge for me was how do you stop Tom Brady? If you're going to beat a team that's quarterbacked by Tom Brady, he's the biggest issue. You have to be able to somehow stop Tom Brady. I think I've done enough. I think I've done enough. Again, you know, Maybe you think Jimmy G isn't isn't good enough, and that's fine. Look, I mean, I didn't have a lot to choose from, and you know, and I did see some people in the comments there saying, you know, you should have gone with Bledsoe over uh, over Jimmy G, and I understand that, but I did say it during the draft, and I'll say it here again. You know, you're looking at just just Belichick time here, so 2000 2001 for Bledsoe were not good years for Bledsoe. Bledsoe was not very good in 2000, and he was downright putrid in 2001. So you can't sit there and tell me, well, he's a better quarterback than Jimmy G. I get Jimmy G only played six quarters. I understand that. But he was dominant in those six quarters. He played very well. A lot of us considered him to be, you know, the next great player. Uh, and so that's kind of the guy I look at and say, okay, I, I, clearly I'm going upside. But to me, it was between Jimmy G and Matt Castle. I just didn't think Bledsoe had enough in those two years. Um, and I, I couldn't choose Matt Castle. So so I went with Jimmy G uh, as my quarterback. But again, I think I have enough on the offensive line and on the offense to push them enough. And I really do think I can stop, again, stopping Brady's offense isn't going to happen, but, but slowing him down enough to the point where you give him a consistent headache. And if you're able to stop those guys man-to-man, now you're looking at it and saying, wow, like that's that's pretty legit there. And so, you know, I think that that's an issue where you look at that and really say, all right, if I can stop them in man-to-man and I can go cover zero and really maybe not necessarily cover zero because you're talking about Harmon playing over the top, but even still, fine. You know, let's do it that way and go from there. So I, I think, in my opinion, I think I have enough to do it. But, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what you guys think. We are going to have um, – we are going to have a, a, a Patriots writer on the show. Uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is because it will be a little surprise for you. We're going to have a Patriots writer on the show to kind of break this down and give us his opinion on um, 
on who he thinks would win this matchup. And, um, you know, and then we'll, we'll also talk some, some other stuff going on. So we appreciate you guys interacting. We appreciate the, the feedback. You know, definitely get at us and let, let us know uh, what you think. And like Spag said, too, if you guys have any good ideas uh, for the offseason, we do have some more things brewing. we got some, uh, some kind of interesting ideas floating around. So, um, you know, so definitely be on the lookout for those. But we appreciate you uh, kind of listening through this. And, and uh, you know, look, it's been, it's been fun. And I, again, I think it's me. I think, obviously, I think it's me. But I think that I've done enough. I really think that I've done enough to overtake Brady and to beat a team led by Brady. Of course, with the Belichick defense, man, it's the only way you can do it. So, anyways, thanks for listening, and uh, and we appreciate it, and we'll be back on Friday. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.